0: Welcome to the Goalie Mindset Podcast. My name is Pete Fry, the Goalie Mindset Guy, and my purpose is to help goalies have a dominating goalie career. Hello everyone, this is Pete Fry, the Goalie Mindset Guy. This is the Goalie Mindset Podcast. I'm excited to have on here today, old time friend and a phenomenal goalie who, who spent a lot of time in the New York Islanders organization and was a standout, in ncaa d1 hockey too and also we played in the same minor hockey in sanage minor hockey in victoria bc welcome the great marty wakeland <laughs> and marty is also the owner of a hockey team as well of a, a junior hockey team too we're going to hear about that marty it, it's it's an honor to have you on my friend
1: oh it's great to be here pete uh thanks for the nice welcome and uh um the kind words, I wouldn't say the great, uh, just uh, just fortunate to have been able to do what I got to do.
0: Yes, yes. And I know we, we only have 15 minutes, so I'm going to dive right into it. And I was thinking, what is it? I know we talked about some possible things to talk about. i think thinking, okay, so the best question for that, I think, is if you can take our listeners through uh, and, and start from, and you, you can go before that if you need to, but what I want you to do is, I want you to basically take them through when you tried out for Lethbridge of the Western Hockey League and you got cut and you're in the car. There was something to do with a fly. You're in the car. There's something with a fly (laughs) in the car. Take us from from that
1: to the point where you signed your contract with the New York Islanders. Yeah, that's a a, a good memory, Pete. Yeah, so I – Back in the day, there wasn't a whole lot of teams like there are now, and I was trying out for the Western uh, Hockey League Lethbridge Broncos, and went through a main camp, didn't let a single goal in uh, throughout uh, main camp, and uh, got cut, and so I was getting a ride to the airport by the scout, and he goes, well, you just had to stand on your head and make save after save. I said, well, I never let it go, and I couldn't do any more than that. And uh, so we're on the way to the airport, and there's a fly flying around the cab of the truck, and I just threw my hand out and grabbed it. And and he just stopped, and he looked at me, and his eyes were nice and big, and he goes, oh, my. So, you know, it was a a fun event that, uh, you know, at the time I was pretty disappointed that, uh, that I didn't make it, but I understood why. And, you know, sometimes your path is going to be different from what you're hoping it's going to be. And, you know, it all worked out. From Lethbridge, I uh, played uh, in the BCHL, played for uh, some teams, a brand-new team, which is still uh, still in existence today, Couch and Valley Capitals, and then got traded to, uh, to a team that was in last place with only one win and 20 points out of the playoffs. And by the end of the season... Um, which was cut short by strikes up in Canada, Uh, we made the playoffs. And just on the last weekend, we ended up playing for the Pacific Coast Final against Abbotsford. What was that team,
0: Marty? What was that team that you got traded to?
1: Norwest Caps.
0: Norwest Caps. Okay. Where where were they out
1: of? Uh, North Vancouver.
0: Oh, okay. Okay. Okay.
1: So then we we played Abbotsford. We lost in seven games. uh, So the Abbotsford Flyers and uh, Abbotsford picked me up for the uh, stretch run, which uh, in those days they could pick up an extra goalie because they only would carry two in those days. And we played Penticton, uh, uh, V's at the time, or was it the Knights? I can't remember. I think think it was was the Knights. I think it was the V's. V's. And so uh, we go seven games against them. The other goalie played the first two games for Abbotsford, or their starting goalie. And he was just exhausted. They actually booted the other goaltender off. I ended up playing the last five games, went three and two, lost game seven in double overtime. And uh, so, again, another great experience. But, you know, it's just one of those things. You you continue to work, you continue to work, and uh, and, you know, good things happen.
0: That's pretty so impressive, though, so even to go from from getting cut from Lethbridge to now you're leading a BC Hockey League team, like in being the guy for them in the playoff, playing Game yep. 7. That's so, powerful right there.
1: So then uh, the following season, uh, I got traded up to Kelowna Buckaroos in the BCHL, and from there I ended up having a great season, uh, first all-star team goaltender that season, and then uh, we lost to Penticton in the first round, or in the in the uh, Okanagan uh, playoffs, and then we ended up uh, getting recruited by several college hockey teams at the time, and Colorado College was one of those, and ended up going to down to Colorado Springs, Colorado, where I live now, and and ended up going. I'm coming here. Colorado College wasn't a very well known hockey school, and and uh, got an opportunity to play my freshman year and played all four years. Ended up being the all-time saves leader and at the time was uh, fourth all-time in college NCAA history. And I think it still stands around number 10 still to this day, 30 years later. That's impressive.
0: Do you want more shutouts? There's nothing more powerful than my private Zoom coaching to help you perform better, to get more shutouts. Check it out at petefry.net. I'm just gonna, I'm, and we're gonna carry on with the story, but I, I wanna stop you there. So so what advice do you have for people on going through adverse? Because right now is a time of year when some people are getting cut from teams and they're, they're not maybe making the teams. And so what's your advice for them?
1: For, for don't the stop dreaming and uh, believing in your your goals, your dreams, yourself, and don't stop working hard. I think uh, the biggest thing for me was, you know, I, I never stopped working and I always believed, you know, in myself. Uh, I knew I was I, I had skills, but I think it was the, the, really the hard work that kept me going and never give up attitude. So keep, keep keep the vision, keep the dream there, no matter what. It's
0: nothing personal against you if you don't make a team. And yeah. keep the effort level there, the they, action, no matter think,
1: what. And the other the other piece of the puzzle, Pete, is stay positive. Yes. You know, if you don't stay positive, do- doors are not going to open up for you. And as long as you stay positive and you do all those other things, um, you know, th- eventually things are going to work out one way or another. And, and life will give you the path that you should go down. Love it, love it,
0: love it. Okay, fantastic, fantastic. And so let's go back. So, so now you're you're basically a star in college in NCAA, right? You're basically a star in college in Colorado. That totally changed your life. That's where you live now. Take us, take us there to signing signing with the Islanders.
1: So four years at Colorado College, I got known for seeing a lot of shots. We, uh, my first year, I only won two games. Uh, We weren't that good. The two games we played. That I won was against North Dakota. That was my first win. Uh, Darren Jensen was it over
0: Darren? Did you Darren? Uh, I don't know if, if it John was Casey. over
1: Darren or not, but he was there at that time. So Darren and I are are good friends, and I think you've seen the brawl where he's throwing his uh, blocker at me <laughs> while I'm fighting Ron Tugnut.
0: <laughs> yes,
1: <laughs> but um, that's um, another
0: that's for another podcast.
1: Yeah, so so <laughs> we ended up. Uh, you know, winning that first game player of the week, power player of the week. And then the next, uh, next win I got was Wisconsin who ended up winning the national championship that, that weekend, or excuse me, that year. We, and I think those two games really put me on the map. Actually the whole weekend series, three games against Wisconsin where a hundred. Was Curtis Joseph their goaltender?
0: Do you know was Curtis Joseph? No, he
1: wasn't there yet. Uh, Terry Kleisinger and Mark Barrett were there. So we, uh, you know in, in two games in uh, 17 minutes i ended up having 117 saves in uh, in, in kept them to uh, i think uh, six goals in in that uh, in that time frame so in that time it was pretty good actually not six goals it was uh, uh four goals in those uh in those games we lost 3-1 1-3 uh, to 1 and then uh, we lost 8-8 eight, eight, 3 but i went in when we were down 8-1 so um, those things got the ball rolling. I think people saw what my skills were playing behind a uh, a really tough team. I was averaging my freshman year uh, 40 saves a game and, uh, you know, really put me on the map. And then so going into my second season, I was one of the guys to watch uh, in the WCHA and, and we continue to uh, improve every year. And playing some of the toughest competition at the time, WCHA was, you know, Wisconsin, uh, North Dakota, Minnesota, Minnesota Duluth, DU. You know, so we were playing all the big dogs in the best conference, and, um, you know, just I was just known for making lots of saves, and ended up signing my contract with the New York Islanders after they uh, my senior year. So after your senior year,
0: fantastic. Uh, so so you signed your contract with the New York Islanders. Then you go to camp
1: and you make the uh, you make their American Hockey League team, right? Yeah. So camp was great. Uh, my first camp experience was, you know, you do two a days and and like all the rookies and and signings and stuff. Guys that aren't uh, that weren't on the NHL team or their top draft picks and and stuff. You know, all practice together, and then the NHL guys go on. Well, for whatever reason, I ended up getting to my first training camp with the New York Islanders, I ended up uh, skating with the NHL guys. So it was myself, Kelly, Rudy and Billy Smith. Um, And we were the only three goalies on the ice for, for that. And I was living a dream, a dream come true, you know, for a small guy out of Victoria, British Columbia, Saanich Braves, minor hockey association. Uh, You know, I was right there with some of the biggest names of hockey at the time. Um, all these future hall of famers that they were winning cups. They were winning cups. Yeah. They just finished winning four Stanley cups two years prior to that. And and so you're playing with uh, some of the greatest names and uh, it was just so much fun.
0: What's, what's the one biggest piece of advice you would give to someone? They want to be a pro. They want to be a pro. What's the biggest
1: advice? Uh, You know what? I kind of said it earlier, believe in yourself, know that you can do it. Um, if you put all the other things together, if you've got a uh, good work ethic, you've got, like like I said earlier, you got uh, the tools, you work hard and you stay positive. You don't let things get you down. You know, keep, keep up on uh, what's happening around you in regards to your competition and, and, and your guys that uh, you really have to compete against, you know, just don't let those guys get in your way. Just keep, plugging away and, and make it work for you. You know, you can only, you only have control over what you do. And, you know, so you do what you can do the best of your ability, believe in yourself because the mental aspect of the game is way greater than the skill side. Once you get all the skills. So Pete and I have actually talked a lot about the mental side of the game. We're big believers in that in, in our day, we had nobody to really talk about, um, uh, the mental aspect of the game. And it really wasn't until afterwards that I really understood it more, um, uh, in teaching and, and working with young goaltenders than when I was playing, I really got the understanding of it. And, and I proved that point as well into my fifties when I kept playing, um, I wasn't playing much. I would just go out and do some charity events and, and some, uh, and in some interesting, uh, fun games. I went over to Russia to play a couple times at 54 and 55 years old, and I'm playing against some really good players at, uh, 20 and 30 years old. And the second time I went over there, they brought uh, four pro players in to beat us because the year before I was there at 54, I kept the games to one goal. And they didn't like that. Mm. And, uh, nice. and so not playing much hockey for a whole year and then just going out on the ice about four times to go out and play. Um I really at that point, I really knew how strong the mental game was because I wasn't playing, but yet I still had the skills. I could stop the puck. And these guys are going, how old are you, goalie? And I go five, four. They go, fifty-four. They like they were blown away. So, you know, even in your older ages, you know, the mental game just takes you that much further. So I really try to work with my uh, goalies that I work with now, especially this year, and really get them to understand how strong the mental aspect of the game is because they have the skills and they're at the tier two level. And And how do you get to the next level? It's by utilizing the ma- uh, the mental side of the game. The mindset. And I you know you got young Ryan there, right, who is thriving. Absolutely. Um, when I took this role on with uh, the Pueblo Bulls, I my first phone call was actually to Pete, and I said, "Pete, I need a goalie." And he goes, "You got one in your backyard, Ryan Mitchell." And I happened to run into him by chance at a, a showcase that he was operating the clock. He wasn't even on the ice, and uh, so I started talking to him. We had our first open camp. Um, coming up, and it was full. So we had no goalie spots because it filled up so fast. And uh, so then all of a sudden, we had a whole bunch of signups. We had a team. I called Ryan up and I said, Hey, Ryan, I said, I want you to come to our open camp. Just come. I'm not going to charge you. Just get here. And he came down. He blew us away. Good for you. Yeah, I've been so, working with Ryan for five years and it's five, six, seven years. Yeah, ago and stuff like that. And That's so. So right now, he's put himself, he works so hard and, you know, me me being a goaltender, he comes out, he's the first guy on the ice, he's ready to play, he's a true professional, he has all the skills, but you can see how mentally focused he is coming out every time for for practices, you know, and other guys come out and they kind of, yeah, yeah, it's not him. It, it's truly business he knows what he wants and he is ready to fight for it and he's put himself into position with our team to be the number one goaltender starting the season and he's the youngest guy on our team
0: outstanding the Pueblo Bulls make
1: sure to follow
0: them guys make sure to follow them. one more short question one more short question we're running out of time here is If you could go back in your pro career and you could change one thing that would uh, help you even have even more success, what would that one thing be? Stop getting hurt. (laughs) Stay healthy. Okay. Talk in terms of what you want, guys. Stay healthy. Okay. There we go. Yeah, I love it. Okay. Yeah.
1: You know, the the one thing, Pete, uh, in my pro career, uh, you know what? I'm going to say consistency. You know, I, I think there was times that I let the mental side of my game slip. Yeah. You know, instead of having good, positive mental attitude, it, it's different. It was a business that I had never experienced before. And I really let the mental side of my game slip, you know, not just or, or more so in practices. So, you know, that cool. consistency of putting all your tools together and and keeping it at the highest level possible.
0: And some of those coaches could be pretty harsh on you back then. There's no system to deal with it. (laughs) I got stories about that too. (laughs) Oh, I I imagine. I imagine. We'll have to have a coach horror story segment. We'll have you back on for that. There you go. Marty, thanks a lot.